Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. It's Friday. Oh, boy. News and stuff right after this. I keep saying it every day, almost every moment of every day. Things get more and more messed up. Talk about confusion, and we know who the author of confusion is. He's running around everywhere. It's a crazy mixed-up world. My friend, you need to be saved today if you're not already, because God is in control of all of it. And to have yourself underneath his umbrella is the only way to live and die in America today, my friend. It is bizarre. Do all you want politically. Sure, pray and work and do those things. But I'm telling you, my friend, God is the source of everything. God is omnipotent. He's omniscient. And he's omnipresent. Let's do it. Let's just lean solely on the Lord Jesus Christ in these hours. As you listen to today's news, think about that, my friend. What you gonna do? It's a crazy, mixed-up world, but God is absolutely in control. What in the world is going on? Well, it's a balloon. It's a, a pl it is a balloon from China, hovering over some of our most important facilities in Montana. How important? We're talking intercontinental ballistic missiles. Montana's Republican Senator Steve Daines sent a letter now to the Department of Defense demanding answers on this suspected Chinese spy balloon. Drain sent a letter to the Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin yesterday amid reports of this suspected surveillance balloon. The Montana Republican called the high-altitude Chinese balloon a very concerning event, and the fact that this balloon was occupying Montana airspace creates significant concern for the Malmstrom Air Force Base and the United States Intercontinental Ballistic Missile Site. You see, my first immediate thought was, just shoot the thing up. They say, oh, it's the size of three buses, and it could come down and hurt all kinds of people. So in the meantime, let it just continue to spy. I don't get it. What else? China has announced its government is looking into a report that a suspected Chinese spy balloon discovered flying over the... Well, I guess who couldn't see it? Look up. China is a responsible country and has always strictly abided by all international... Oh, give me a break. China has no intention of violating the territory and airspace of any sovereign country, said their foreign minister, and you believe all of that stuff, don't you? They also urged U.S. officials and Chinese authorities to proceed now calmly and carefully amid the investigation. As for the balloon... We're looking into it, verifying the situation. Hope that both sides can handle this calmly and carefully. Really? Sure. Calmly and carefully and... You can't believe these. Oh, you get it. I know you do. The mail-in president secured a quarter of a million dollar line of credit against his Rehoboth Beach home in Delaware as his son Hunter faces an investigation into his tax affairs, and amid his own classified document scandal. It's getting hot for the prez. Biden acquired the six-figure home equity variable rate line of credit from M&T Bank on December the 5th of last year there in Sussex County. Biden and his wife first 
lady, Jill Biden, initially purchased the resident in 2017 for about $3 million. It's unclear why Biden quietly secured that line of credit, which allows him to borrow up to a quarter million dollars against the home. Hmm. Why would you do that? Well, that's none of our business, is it? The new America, flood of evil, full of crazies. They're out there. A Southern California doctor killed yesterday during a violent encounter in which he was hit from behind by a vehicle while he was cycling, and then he was attacked by that same driver, Dr. Michael Mamone, 58 years old, riding a bike on the scenic Pacific Coast Highway. The driver of the car, identified as Van Roy Evan Smith, 39, Long Beach, struck the doctor, then got out of the vehicle and attacked him with a knife. When they arrived, they found the doctor lying at the intersection with a severe injury. Witnesses said the suspect struck the bicycle and proceeded to stab the victim at least once in the back. He then allegedly pulled out a gun and fired multiple rounds before he was disarmed. My, oh my. Investigators said there was no known connection between the two. Staying in Southern California, two teenagers there have been arrested in connection with the killings of two young men last month during a meeting involving the illegal sale of vape products. A 15-year-old boy arrested Wednesday at his home in Oceanside a day after a 17-year-old was arrested in Riverside. The victims, who the Sheriff's Department said were friends, were found with multiple gunshot wounds. Two young men dead over an illegal vape sale. No, I think beyond asking what in the world is going on, we should be asking why in the world is this going on? Something every day crazy. Got a video here. Two students viciously beating a nine-year-old kid on a Florida school bus. That surfaced online. It's alarmed the community, prompting swift action from the girl's parents. The disturbing footage shows two boys repeatedly striking the girl as she is folded over in a seat, barely defending herself with one hand, grabbing her backpack. Many of the punches land on the girl's head, neck, and face. Boy, these... Oh, my goodness. Well, how about this? A U.S. Army veteran, Army veteran, and a retired truck driver who was arrested for holding a sign with the message, God bless the homeless vets, in front of a Georgia City Hall, filed two lawsuits Tuesday, alleging his First Amendment right to speak freely outside government buildings had been infringed upon. I guess. If the First Amendment means anything... It must mean that you can hold a sign in front of City Hall without being handcuffed, right? God, grief, Charlie Brown. Where's my gun? More news. Run after this. People are saved the moment they trust Jesus Christ as Savior, right? And, and choose to follow him. Right then, most Christians realize that they're going to dwell with the Lord forever in heaven. But many don't understand what they can expect for the remainder of their time here on earth right now. One benefit that's available immediately is a growing relationship with Christ. The Father's oneness with Jesus, John 10.30, illustrates the intimacy God wants with His children, you and me. He had this in mind at creation. A relationship with man is an avenue both for Him to express His love and for us to worship and understand our Maker. Provision is yet another blessing. That's guaranteed for believers. 
While some hard times are inevitable, they're coming. God gives Christians everything necessary to follow Him, Philippians 4.19, and His grace will always prove more than sufficient, 2 Corinthians 12.9. So how's the weather in your neck of the woods? Dangerous wind chills as cold as 50 degrees below zero are set to blast the northeast today as the number of deaths linked to an ice storm in the south rose now to eight people. The mind-numbing wind chills set to wallop New England could be the coldest felt there in decades. Probably all a part of that global warming thing. More than 15 million people are under wind chill warnings or advisories in the northeast today. The alerts begin to go into effect, well, they did this morning, through Saturday afternoon. So again, what's it like? Where you are, we are at about 15 degrees today in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Those of you down south, <laughs> I hate you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm happy for you. Trust everything is warm and cozy where you are. And one of those stories where you say, you just never know. About a month ago, we thought it would be impossible for someone to lose more money more quickly than the FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried did. What a mess that was, huh? Well, enter Guatem Adani. In the weeks since the Indian mogul was targeted by a short seller, his businesses have lost a combined $108 billion in value. His net worth plummeted $52 billion, and because he was once the second richest person in the world, he still got plenty left in the bank. But as Bloomberg notes, his downfall defies just about every historical comparison ever. Given Adani's sprawling business empire and his cozy relationship with India's leadership, this crisis has echoed across both markets and politics worldwide. A kind of quick rundown, who is he? He grew up middle class, dropped out of college to trade diamonds, and eventually formed his own business hawking other physical products. During the 90s, his ambitions expanded along with the Indian economy, and he now runs a conglomerate that encompasses energy, transportation, Ports, airports, defense, manufacturing, media, high school dropout, eh? So what's the skinny on all of this? On January the 24th this year, a U.S. short seller named Hindenburg Research claimed that Adani's empire pulled the largest con in corporate history, accusing it of stock manipulation and accounting fraud. That's in a 100-page report. Adani has denied the allegations, but his pushback hasn't comforted anyone, including investors especially after he scrapped a $2.5 billion share yesterday. Ah, uh, lifestyles of the rich and famous. Maybe crooked, too? Staying in India? Be careful. The CDC has urged the public to stop using EsriCare artificial tears, saying that over-the-counter lubricating eye drops may be linked to an outbreak of drug-resistant infections that have caused vision loss in five people and killed at least one. EsriCare said it stopped selling and distributing the drops, which are manufactured in India, when it learned of the CDC's investigation, but the company stated it was not aware of testing that definitely linked it to infections. Okay, what's the deal here? YouTuber. Mr. Beast is his name on YouTube, real name Jimmy Donaldson. While well, he's moved on from creating games and moved on to the U.S. healthcare system, this 24-year-old kid and the world's most popular YouTuber uploaded a video over the weekend 
that revealed he funded cataract surgery for a thousand people. The video titled 1,000 Blind People Can Now See for the First Time. It has garnered, now get this, more than 77 million views on his channel, but sparked debates around the use of philanthropy as a revenue driver and prompted some viewers to express their frustration with the medical expenses in America. The surgery cost $3,500, according to myvision.org, and the participants in the video weren't able to afford medical insurance. Criticism of the video focused primarily on the broader implications of the altruistic YouTuber funding surgery as content, but some are more generally unsettled by the idea that the Mr. Beast channel, which has featured videos of people being paid to live in windowless rooms and stay in a circle in the middle of nowhere for 100 days, is earning revenue off of being charitable. Huh. I discovered in my past that uh, alcohol made me do stupid things. Nothing quite as stupid as this, however. Two Arkansas men took turns shooting one another while wearing bulletproof vest. As detailed in a probable cause affidavit, Charles Ferris, 50, Christopher Hicks, 36, were drinking Sunday night rather heavily on the back deck of Ferris's residence when they came up with this bright idea to shoot one another. Ferris, who was wearing a bulletproof vest, told Hicks to shoot him, according to the... So he took a twenty-two caliber rifle and, uh, oh my, yeah, they were both arrested. Let me get into the baseball file here for a moment. Do you know Pete Rose is the only player in Major League history, played for the Cincinnati Reds, I used to like that guy, only player in Major League history to play more than 500 games at five different positions. First base, second base, third base, left field, and right field. Isn't that something? He really does belong in the Hall of Fame. And finally, who said that? A remake of Elvis Presley? I ain't nothing but a groundhog. <laughs> Lying all the time. You know that groundhog's been right only 40% of the time? <laughs> Wow, my old friend James Collins, not sure where this is coming from. He said, I'm pretty sure that groundhog's a Baptist. He shows up once a year and expects everyone to take him seriously. James! I want our listeners to know I did not approve this message. <laughs> Are you doing it? Are you praying for your Facebook friends? Joe Campbell, I think he's up in Chicago. Said he prayed for all of his Facebook friends last night. Many who are sick are in the hospital. Good job, Joe. I guess that's a little more difficult if you have thousands of Facebook friends. Oh, some people do. Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this important message. Just joined us. This is Hello World, coming your way each day at this time on this Christian station. We are so grateful that they would just allow us to be on the air and share with you news, information, comment, devotion, thoughts of today. From a Christian perspective, there are so few programs out there like this today, even conservative ones that uh, kind of wishy-washy on the things of God. I'm Pastor Greg Patton. Been in the same church coming up in 35 years. The one I started in Fort Wayne, Indiana, called The Cross. By the way, if you're ever in the northeast part of the state, stop by and see us. Or if you know people here in Fort Wayne, tell them to come on by and see us one time. But 
Again, thank you for the opportunity to be able to serve by giving you news, information, and comment. The program could go several hours a day if we incorporated everything, so we edit it down to things that we think are important to you, my friend. So, once again, let me just say thank you for being here Monday through Friday at this time for Hello World News Information and Comment. So good to have you here. Great to know you support us, you're praying for us, and in some ways financially support us as well. I think I love you. You know, when I started in evangelism, oh, so many years ago, some of the first things that I talked about was the church today and and the ways of the world. That was our ministry. We talked about the media, of course, radio, television, the music, which we had just come out of as a top rock disc jockey. It was easy to talk on those things, but so whatever is happening in the church today, by and large, was happening in the world 10 years ago. What? In other words, what's happening in the world today will be happening in the church in 10 years. And boy, there's something to that, my friend. I wonder who first got the idea that the church is just one step behind the world. Dr. Charles Stanley, First Baptist Church there in Atlanta, Georgia, made this comment. You know, every society is only one generation away from paganism. What was he talking about? A short step ahead of the world. For this reason, parents and grandparents have an awesome responsibility, do we not, of passing down to the kids the biblical truths and the principles that have changed their lives? Stanley said, this is why I want to share what my grandfather taught me. Well, what did Grandpa teach you, Charles? He said when he graduated from high school at the age of 17, decided to visit Grandpa, whom I had seen only two times in my entire life. I wonder why that is. I had an entire week to spend at his home, and all I wanted to do was just listen to him. Everything he said, I drank it all in. He spoke to me. And the thing that impressed me above all else was hearing him say, Charles, you obey God. If God tells you to run your head through a brick wall, you head for the wall. And when you get there, God will put a hole in it for you. That's interesting. <laughs> he knew a lot about brick walls and how God made holes in them. He shared that his youthful passion had been to preach, but that his dream was blocked by a lack of education. With no schooling, he did not see how he would ever get started as a preacher. But he opened the Bible, got on his knees, and learned to read and preach by simply crying out, to Almighty God for help. That's not simple, but that's the well, that's good advice. From that humble beginning, he started to minister, and the Lord opened opportunities. My grandfather eventually established numerous churches. That week of visiting and sharing with Grandpa taught me that when you really want to do God's will, he will move heaven and earth to show you the way. I've quoted for many years in my evangelistic and revival meetings and in my church, Charles Stanley saying that he's been in many conferences with those men with their earned doctorates and their honorary ones as well. And he said he would just soon go up into the mountains and listen to a preacher filled with the Holy Spirit of God who hasn't even graduated from high school. I often wondered why he said that. Maybe he got that message from Grandpa. Deuteronomy chapter 6. I'm not exactly sure when I picked this up, but I just am fascinated by people. I just soon go to the mall, let my wife shop around, and I want to sit on this bench and watch people. I could do it 
for hours. People fascinate me from all walks of life. I like to talk to them. I like to find out who influenced their life. You know, in our desire to impact the people around us, we often look to an example of outstanding individuals who have positively influenced our own lives. Many of us have known men or women who created in our soul a deep hunger and a thirst to know God better. We sometimes wonder if we could have that kind of influence on other lives. And it is possible for each of us to be so effective. Don't you want to be serving the Lord Jesus Christ? One way is by simply speaking words of kindness to others. When you notice that someone is depressed or deeply troubled over some circumstance in his or her life, you right there have the opportunity to say, I just want you to know that I love you and I appreciate you. I'm here for you. I know that things look black right now, but I'm lifting you up in prayer. You're going to make it. It may not sound very eloquent, very profound, but if you can imagine yourself in that position, you'll get an idea of how meaningful such comments are. Another way to make a significant impact is through the church that you attend every week. Every week when you contribute to the ministry of Jesus Christ in that fellowship there, the Lord utilizes your offering in ways that you will never be able to measure. He knows how to multiply your gifts so that it goes much further than you ever realize. God intends for the circle of your impact to extend as far as the abilities and opportunities he's given you. Where do you begin? Right where you are. Start by brightening the corner where you live today. Let me ask you this. Why do you attend the church you attend? There are many ways to answer this, but let's focus on maybe two possibilities here. Most people go to church for one of two reasons. Either they're going there simply for the sake of going, or they're truly worshiping God when they go there to church. Sadly, some Sunday morning churchgoers start complaining before they ever get into the auditorium, the sanctuary. They may say, I don't like the music here. The instruments are too loud. When we enter God's house with that attitude, we're already setting ourselves up for defeat. You are what you think about, what you're saying. Worship is both reverent and exciting, is it not? Yet disagreement over what form of worship should take it to. Worship is both reverent and exciting, or, or should be, and yet disagreement over what form worship should take is the source of many, many church conflicts. Too many people get caught up trying to say that worship is or is not this or that. We would do better to spend our time actually worshiping God, praising God. What does Scripture say? We're to shout joyfully to the Lord. Done that lately? And serve the Lord with gladness. Done that lately? Moreover, we're called to enter his gates with, there it is, thanksgiving, and his courts with praise. Psalm 100. Read the first four verses today. This means that we should enter into worship expecting something amazing to happen. When we put a defensive wall around our hearts and minds by grumbling about the service or the preaching, or we actually rob ourselves of the blessing of true worship. So here's an idea. Let's uh, do this. Take the time to truly prepare your heart for worship, praying about this thing. Don't rush into the sanctuary out of obligation or out of your regular habits. Rather, humbly. Step into the presence of God, in God's house, with a sincere appreciation for what he wants you to do in your life. And finally, I think I need more contact from the outside world. 
when I'm feeling down, and that happens every now and then, I, I just type yo, Y-O, yo, are the best into the Google blocker, and it responds, I think you mean you are the best. <laughs> I always feel much better with that message. That's it. That's another edition of Hello World for a Friday. Trust you've had a good week so far. Join us on Facebook, Greg. <laughs> G-R-E-G, Patton, P-T-T-E-N. I mean, you can tell I really need a friend. Okay. Have a say for another day. Thank you, and thank this Christian radio station for carrying the broadcast. Thanks once again for joining us today. And that's the way it is for Friday, February the 3rd, 2023. I'm Greg Patton. God bless you. Have a great weekend.